the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Happy Friday Eve. Thank Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, indeed. I wish that we had uh, better news tonight regarding the Titanic sub uh, story situation. By now, you've probably all heard the tragic ending to the story, but there's more information that we're continuing to learn about this Ocean Gate company and their safety hazards. And it's starting to beg a lot of questions about these types of companies and whether or not some people are questioning whether or not these uh, types of extreme explorations or extreme sports and extreme activities, whether or not this kind of thing should be banned. 888-344-1170. That's the question of the day. 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. We'll get to some of the details on that story a little bit later. We've actually got breaking news detail coming out of the FBI and DOJ tonight that I'm not seeing anybody talking about tonight on the mainstream media. Quite frankly, there is a smoking gun for the for the Biden crime family. And if this if there had ever been this even remotely close to a smoking gun about Donald Trump and his family selling off access to the White House. Here's your real national security breach. We're going to get into those details in a moment. And I'm glad we got John Guandolo, who's going to be here from understanding the threat at the bottom half of the hour, because Joe Biden is completely compromised by China. This is a great as China is putting spy operations 90 miles off our coast, setting up spy operations within the country, flying spy balloons everywhere, stealing our military information, buying up our farmland. We've got an occupant, the commander in chief, who's completely compromised. So definitely want to stay tuned for that. I want to for that for that interview. In addition to calling in live, you can email us at andreakshow.com, andreakshow.com. Love to get y'all's emails. I don't necessarily read them all on the air, but I do love to read them. I try to respond to the ones that I get as much as possible, and I certainly appreciate when you email me. And don't forget our podcast. You can download it, uh, it wherever you get your favorite podcast, our live shows. We try to get them up by noon the next day. Before I go any further, got to bring in this man. He's my brother, my partner in crime. It's DJ Potato Skins. But be gentle, because if the podcast are not up exactly by noon the next day, <laughs> it is a podcast team of one here on the show. Yes, exactly. Okay. So... So, um, all right, it's so tempting to want to, to immediately, because everybody's eyes have been on the submarine story, it's so tempting to want to go directly to that story right now. Our eyes have been glued to it. When was the last time we had 
a, a, a global story like this that everybody's eyes were glued to it. I, I think probably maybe when the, we're, was it was it in Peru where we had the trapped coal miners, I think. That's the last one that I kind of remember. I think they made a movie about that. But I but as as difficult as as interesting as difficult as the story is that is, I've got to I've got to fight past my emotions and share with you guys what should be the biggest news story if not of the day for of the years of modern times in my opinion. Yesterday we had John Durham come before the House Judiciary Committee to answer for the FBI and the DOJ and the crossfire hurricane hoax that went down and he admitted the crimes that took place. And yet nobody was prosecuted. Nobody's been held accountable. And that hearing came on the uh, came at the day after the so-called plea deal between Hunter Biden in which he got less than a slap on the wrist. There's a mom being arraigned today for DUI with and her kids got hit on State Route 78 in in California. If she, if, if the equivalent would be if she were Hunter Biden, she would have been arrested for driving without a license. Not for vehicular homicide. That's what we got going on here. And then today we find out bombshell breaking news and nobody's reporting on it tonight. As I reported and put uh, put it on the socials and shared the information on the socials, people were like, "Well, nothing's going to be done." Well, um, probably not. And could it be, once again, it's because of the Republican Party? I have to share, before I get into those details, Steve Bannon's perspective on the, quote, pathetic Jim Jordan for that Durham hearing yesterday. What should have been a complete repudiation of Durham, as well as the FBI and DOJ, for all of their roles in covering up the crimes of the Biden, Biden family, it became about St. Durham. I didn't fall for it last night, did I? Here's what Bannon had to say about it today. Clip nine. Right. I mean, yesterday, Jordan was pathetic. He tried to make Clark. Did he try to St. Durham? Did he try to make uh, Durham St. Durham? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, they- you've got Jim Jordan. Let's be blunt. The judiciary, if you didn't have Matt Gates yesterday and a couple of others, nothing. They were making him St. Durham. It is a disaster. Particularly mm-hmm. for guys like you and John Salmon and others, Hannity, that did a good job in trying to support this guy mm-hmm. and get information out yeah. over years and years and years to see him. And he's also a pathetic human being. That was he was a homunculus yesterday, right? <laughs> it was he was just it was just, it was just some worm, right? That was getting beaten by uh, getting beaten by the Democrats. Got beat by the Democrats at every turn. Same Jim Jordan, by the way, that that rejected uh, the uh, House. Um, leader the speaker of the house leader position because he just really felt like his best work would be chairing a committee it was ridiculous it was embarrassing adam schiff ate his lunch yesterday meanwhile and that was important as i get into today's events what did we find out today the house ways and means came out today and said this why didn't this why didn't this come up yesterday in the hearings that David Weiss was denied, the U.S. attorney overseeing the Hunter Biden investigation and uh, prosecution was denied the right to bring charges against Hunter Biden by Biden appointed U.S. attorneys in Washington, D.C. and California. When he applied for special counsel status to override the obstruction, he was denied by Merrick Garland's DOJ. Under oath, Garland denied the conduct when first questioned by Chuck Grassley in March. How did how did how did this not come up yesterday? 
And by the way, Durham was not uh, some investigator. He was, he's actually a prosecutor. He had prosecutorial ability. Why wasn't this brought out in his investigation? Oh, it wasn't about Russian collusion hoax. It's all tied together. A hundred percent of it. When Andy Biggs could talk yesterday about Jan 6 defendants, why couldn't this 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 FBI cover up of the Hunter Biden tax situation? Why couldn't that have been brought up? We also find out today that the FBI verified that Hunter Biden's laptop was authentic in December of 2019, nearly a year before the CIA and FBI told social media companies to censor coverage of it, claiming it was a Russian hoax. And federal investigators believed it contained evidence of tax crimes. Oh, after five years, this is all they've got is misdemeanors because they've been covering it up. They've been obstructing. Why are we just hearing this today from House Ways and Means and why it wasn't even brought up before judiciary yesterday? Did House Ways and Means not have a conversation with House Judiciary? Did the Republicans obviously have no game plan amongst them. We've got nothing but crooks in the U.S. government, crooks in the White House, crooks in, in uh, all over uh, most office holders these days, which I which is my theory as to why the Uniparty primarily is really cool with all this, because they're probably on the take in some way themselves, i.e. look at Ukraine and the money situation going on there. Why are we hearing this today, Skins, instead of this being brought out in judiciary yesterday? But there's more. The Hunter Biden case was codenamed Sportsman, and it was opened in 2018, quote, as an offshoot of an investigation the IRS was conducting into, and I'm quoting here, into a foreign-based amateur online pornography platform. The FBI, as they were targeting Donald Trump, with their coup attempt based on lies that were that were admitted to yesterday, they were actively obstructing, covering up the crimes of Hunter Biden. And Durham didn't talk about it. The Republican Party didn't bring it up. And Durham, and probably because they know that Durham didn't investigate it, and probably judiciary had no idea that this is what House Ways and Means was going to come up with. It gets even worse. There's a whistleblower who reported all that. His name is Gary Shapley. He's the one that did uh, the IRS whistleblower uh, for um, the information. He gave it to House Ways and Means. And uh, he said he had to come forward because, let me read his statement here. Now, before I get into this statement, let me read the, the text message. In addition to what I've, what I've disclosed so far, Shapley goes on to say, remember how Joe Biden had claimed that he knew, never discussed any of the business dealings with Hunter Biden and he knew nothing about it? Even though the Hunter Biden laptop showed conversations with the big guy, remember all that? Well, there was an actual WhatsApp message from Hunter Biden telling his Chinese business associate, quote, I'm sitting here with my father and we would like to understand, and this is on July 30th, 2017, I'm sitting here with my father and we would like to understand 
why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand, hand and now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will not regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. You can see the text message. I tried to print it out. Um, I, I can upload it. It's a screenshot of a phone with this WhatsApp message from Hunter. How is this not the number one story everywhere? Tonight? Shapley, the whistleblower, said he served in the IRS for 14 years. He told lawmakers he decided to come forward because, quote, the Delaware U.S. Attorney's Office, Department of Justice Tax and Department of Justice, Department of Justice Tax and Department of Justice provided preferential treatment and unchecked conflicts of interest in an important and high profile investigation of the president's son, Hunter Biden. He says, after Joe Biden became the likely Democratic presidential nominee in April 2020, DOJ officials, who Shapley said were leading the sportsman investigation, allegedly started dragging their feet. And that includes, of course, Bill Barr. There's even more shocking information that I'm going to share with you guys after we take a break. Stay tuned. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show, 888-344-1170. Continuing on with the bombshell revelations that really, that truly are bombshell. To, see, to, to, to hear from a whistleblower the details of the obstruction of justice and the attempt to cover up the, all the everything, every aspect of the Hunter Biden laptop investigation from the fact that it initially was called the sportsman because it was about investigating online pornography channels. And then, of course, there were, of course, we always already have heard that images on the laptop included suspected underage teenage girls. We're probably not going to know the, the know the the real ages of these young women and whether or not he's never going to be prosecuted. Obviously, if there was anything involving uh, child pornography there, but the extent of what we're hearing uh, from the obstruction of justice from the IRS and the Department of Justice and 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 how it relates to the corruption. It's not just about Hunter Biden not paying his taxes. There is a smoking gun tonight connecting Joe Biden. Proof of a pay-for-play scheme. And nobody's talking about it tonight. Here's some more details along those lines. The whistleblower detailed that the DOJ blocked two search warrants and stopped investigators from asking about the big guy. And they halted the probe into the suspicious WhatsApp message. Now you think about that, the DOJ blocking two search warrants. This had to have included Bill Barr. Same DOJ that didn't have any problem in raiding the underwear drawer of a former first lady down in Mar-a-Lago. And by the way, where is Ron DeSantis speaking out about this tonight? His silence and all this, him trotting around talking about, you know, coming out here to California and busting Gavin Newsom on San Francisco. I, I, I'm not here for that crap. 
Quote, IRS investigators say they found themselves hamstrung internally, said Chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee, Jason Smith. Well, hat tip to this whistleblower for coming forward. Where were the rest of them? Smith says the testimony offers detailed evidence that the federal government is, quote, not treating taxpayers equally when enforcing tax laws. Gee, you think maybe if they had fired a, a Iris Lerner, Lois Lerner, and prosecuted her for her crimes, maybe this wouldn't have continued. Quote, the testimony we have just released details a lack of U.S. attorney independence, recurring unjustified delayed delays, unusual actions outside the normal course of any investigation, a lack of transparency across the investigation and prosecution teams and bullying and threats from the defense counsel. The testimony said when preparing to interview Hunter Biden's business associate, Rob Walker, uh, Assistant U.S. Attorney Leslie Wolf told the investigators that she didn't want to ask about the big guy and she didn't want want to ask any questions about his dad. How does she still have a job and a law license? In addition to that... The testimony shows that the IRS did recommend charges against Hunter Biden that included attempt to evade or defeat uh, tax, a felony, fraud or false statements of felony, willful failure, failure to file tax returns, supply information or pay tax. These tax crimes covered an estimated $2.2 million in unreported tax on global income streams to Mr. Biden and his associates from Ukraine, Romania and China, totaling $17.3 million. Smith goes on to say Mr. Biden personally received $8.3 million. Whistleblowers detailed foreign payments to Biden, including $664,000 and on and on. In addition to that, there was a search warrant of a home that Hunter Biden lived in. And they had they had probable cause to search the Northern Virginia. It was a storage unit that Hunter Biden had stored files. And attorneys for Biden were made aware prior to the search to give them time to get out any materials that would be useful evidence. Doesn't get any more corrupt than that. This going on while Bill Barr was our attorney general. We heard assistant U.S. attorney Wolf had simply reached out to Hunter Biden's defense counsel and told him about the storage unit, once again, ruining our chance to get evidence before being destroyed, manipulated, or concealed, the testimony read. There's also evidence that Joe Biden showed up to a meeting with Chinese energy company, CEFC. One of the reasons why they said in terms of their searches, they were concerned about optics in the investigation. He wasn't even, he was, during some of this, he wasn't even the presidential nominee yet for the Democrat Party. But it's okay. You think about, you think about how they're manufacturing evidence and targeting and, and how they went after Michael Flynn, Carter Page, Manafort, Roger Stone, Jerome Corsi. Is there a bigger issue in this country? Because this is not just about Trump. This is this is runs deep because we've got John Guandolo coming up here in a few moments. He's from Understanding the Threat. And we're going to talk about the threat that we face right now with Chinese military assets within our borders, close to our borders, spying on us, 
preparing to take us over from the from within and the FBI has absolutely no interest in it whatsoever and could it be because the occupant of the White House is a Chinese asset himself I think so Skins why am I the only one that cares about this story do you guys care or, or has it become a situation to where the weaponized DOJ is just so accepted now? We're accepting censorship. We, we were told you got to put a mask on if you can go into the grocery store to buy your groceries. I mean, are we just have we just become completely submissive at this point? I'm not going to say everybody, but I think a lot a lot of people have. They will they'll do what needs to be done to to go about their lives. I'm the only one who seems to care about this story. I'm looking up. I've got two local stations up here. Not even talking about it. Text message proving if this message is true. And of course, the device is probably, I mean, you know, they, they, it's, it's pretty easy if you watch the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. <laughs> you know all about metadata, right? And how they can verify text messages. And, and I know that WhatsApp is encrypted, but they could verify whether or not the screenshot was true or whether or not it was cooked up on uh, on Photoshop. This can all be verified. This was an IRS, IRS whistleblower. And I almost think it's as though the American people are so frustrated, kind of like when I started the, the hour with Steve Bannon talking about Jim Jordan. He's supposed to be one of our fighters. And he literally got his, he literally, you know, um, you know, treated Durham yesterday like he was a good guy and walked on water. When the man didn't do his job, cooperated in a cover-up and should be behind bars himself. We're going to take a break. We come back. We will talk to John Guandolo from Understanding the Threat about China. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Hey, did you uh, get your tickets yet for the a big event that we're having, the town hall event to save America we're having here on August 10th in San Diego with Salem Media's Mike Gallagher and Brandon Tatum. And little old me is going to be kind of facilitating. I'll be kind of like the MC for the event. Starts at five, but that's for the peeps with the VIP tickets. And then the town hall event starts at six. It's at the Encore Event Center here in San Diego. It's going to sell out because as amazing of a facility it is, it doesn't have have like uh, you know five thousand seats in it, so you're going to want to get your tickets now, and it's very reasonably priced. So go to theanswersandiego.com, reserve your seat, and come and hang out with me and Mike Gallagher and Brandon Tatum. You might get you there might be a DJ Potato Skin sighting, so you definitely want to get your tickets August tenth. Okay, um, got a lot to talk about with my favorite threat assessment guru the dude for threat assessment y- y'all know I'm talking about John Guandolo from understanding the threat which is the only organization in America providing tools to leaders police citizens to identify and dismantle jihadi terrorist and communist networks in their local communities he's been on many times before he's the author of more than a couple of books here his latest is one is the threat to America uh, raising 
a jihadi generation and Islam's deception, the truth about Sharia. And he joins me now. Hey, John Guandola, welcome back. Ah, thanks for having me, Andrea. It's great to be on with you. Well, thank you. Um, I was going to start with this Taiwan independence thing because I'm I'm still very unclear and unsure what all that's about. But I have to I have to re I was going to start with that and then get into this Joe Biden thing. But I'm very concerned tonight with breaking news today from the House Ways and Means Committee, which is about money in the IRS. But they uncovered a WhatsApp message where Hunter Biden is is threatening Chinese officials from the energy company, uh, which have ties to communist China. And he's talking about my dad sitting right here and da da da. I mean, it's the cat's out of the bag. We have a we have our commander in chief and our president of the United States that appears to be, uh, you know, practically, I don't want to say he's a Chinese asset, but completely compromised. Your thoughts? Well, I think uh, I I would make the argument he is a Chinese asset. And I think there's enough evidence on the table to demonstrate that if we, first of all, we could certainly say he's a communist asset. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. To be most accurate. Uh, Joe Biden started his career and he has not only said this from the beginning, but he has said it uh, since he's become president. And while he was vice president, the Council for a Livable World launched his career that they have helped him all along the way. And then he fully supports their efforts. Well, council, the guy who founded Council for a Livable World was a Soviet recruit by Stalin's spy chief. Wow. So let's just start the discussion there. Now let's talk about the tens of millions of dollars that he's done business with people that were under investigation for being Chinese spies like Patrick Ho and others. And um, Hunter Biden was doing business with these people and receiving money from these people. And so when we start to look at the network and the actual facts, the actual evidence on the table, this is the, the biggest corruption investigation In the history of the United States, when you look at what the Oversight Committee uh, has uncovered, what the Judiciary Committee has uncovered, you just Mm -hmm. mentioned the the Ways and Means Committee, and, and remember, and for your audience, this is not the totality of the evidence yet. This is still less than probably 30% of the evidence because they still don't have the financial records from a number of banks that uh, have been used by the Biden family crime syndicate. And I say that not tongue in cheek as a former FBI uh, agent and an investigator. That is exactly what we're dealing with. This is a uh, from a criminal conspiracy side. This is a RICO Mm -hmm. uh, conspiracy. There are elements of definitely espionage like we had with Mrs. Clinton, Mm -hmm. where you have quid pro quo with Mrs. Clinton, that she was taking money into the Clinton Foundation while providing information that we could that's on potentially on the table to hostile foreign countries. So you've got all that going on. And yet you have a Department of Justice that has demonstrated they're not interested in prosecuting criminals they're interested in going after Christian patriots. 
Well, and uh, it's even worse than that. Yeah, excuse me, John Guandola. And it's even worse than that because the whistleblower Shapley, who came forward from the IRS, uh, talked about uh, Assistant U.S. Attorney Wolf, who, when interrogating, supposedly as part of the investigation, interrogating Hunter Biden's uh, business partner, said, I'm not going to ask any questions about who the big guy is. I'm not going to ask any questions about his dad. Uh, Tipping off that there was a search warrant for Hunter Biden's storage unit and calling their defense counsel and tipping them off so they could go and get documents out. I mean, you know, how is she still an assistant U.S. attorney and still have her law license? I mean, and and John Durham has, has had, anyway, prosecutorial abilities. He admitted that he didn't himself investigate um, you know, anything related to Bob Mueller destroying devices um, when Peter Strzok and Lisa Page and all the rest of them said, no, I don't want to answer your questions. He could have subpoenaed them and he didn't. I mean, the extent of the cover up with the FBI and the DOJ to cover up the crimes of Democrats and the elites and the Bidens and, and the Clintons and beyond while weaponizing, manufacturing crimes and targeting people for their politics is just so disturbing to me today that I never thought in my life that I would see my own country being something like I grew up fearing, like Castro's Cuba or the USSR. Well, sadly, that that is where we are. And I have had colleagues of mine that are actually in the DOJ or uh, attorneys still working with FBI or DHS who uh, I've spoken to. And some disagree. They're like, no, you know, we're up here trying to do a good job. And when I start pointing out the evidence of real communists and jihadis inside the government, what they're actually doing and what DOJ is doing and what they're not doing, they're left speechless. Mm-hmm. And um, this is this is how real governments get taken down is when people become ideologically aligned with personalities instead of their oath for, in this case because we're the United States your oath to the constitution and and that's right. where we are now I, I want to say one thing you just made a huge huge point and I want to amplify this for your audience when the other side, and I've heard a lot of pundits in the last two, two and a half weeks, and they're, whether it's on social media or they're actually on news broadcasts or on uh, talk shows, conservative people are saying, you know, the hypocrisy is, is ridiculous. You know, they indict Donald Trump, but they don't do a thing about Joe. No, no. you have to understand what we're experiencing is Mao's political warfare. This is yes. a form of warfare and you and I have talked about this, that includes everything. Mm-hmm. Everything's on the table. And they're intentionally doing this to demoralize the patriot base. Because this is not just hypocrisy. This is the intentional coming it down your throat to say, look, we're going to do this. We're going to keep doing this. And we're going to march Adam Schiff in. He's, Adam Schiff is going to keep going on CNN and Fox. Yep and flipping you the bird, knowing that the Republicans will cave 100% of the time because they are owned by the other side. Yes. And for Americans that that are waiting for the the, uh, Donald Trump and the DOD that's really, you know, controlling the government, at any moment they're going to turn it all around, that is a load of crap. And it is a deception operation 
to demoralize the Patriot base. The only way this turns around is when Patriots at the county level decide to grab the turds in their city council and their school board and their chamber of commerce by the scruff of the neck and put them up against the wall and say, hey, you either abide by the oath or we are throwing you out the door. Yeah, This is how it has to work. And if we don't do that at the local level, then you can talk all you want about who the next president or your next congressman or senator is. It doesn't make a damn bit of difference. You're absolutely right, John Guandolo. In fact, I've got the uh, Paula Witzel, the head of the Republican Party in San Diego, at the top of the hour to be here to talk about her conservative academy. I want people to start running for office. You're also right on the demoralization. We're talking to John Guandolo from Understanding the Threat, which is the only organization in America that provides tools to leaders at the local level, politicians, police etc for everything they need to do to under to uh, identify and route out the threats in their community here's an email from a listener everyone i know that is conservative and over 50 is deeply concerned but we don't know what to do no matter what is brought up it's swept under the carpet and no major media talks about it we are stymied to silence we got to get active i got to switch gears to another disturbing report and uh, that has to do with china that in the fbi that uh, republican law Makers have gone to the FBI because of uh, Chinese intelligence uh, service centers that have been set up in, um, let's see, where are they set up? In seven cities, I think it is. I had my list here. Now I can't find it. Hang on. Um, California. Oh, California, Minnesota, Missouri, Nebraska, North Carolina, Texas, and Utah. These, what the purpose of these, um, you probably, you know, this is from the United Front Work Department. They operate, they, they operate overseas Chinese service centers. And, um, the U.S. government is saying, well, we don't know that this, this, um, that the, the, their intelligence service that coordinates, it's called the MPS, which is China's National Police Authority. The U.S. is saying, well, we know that they use their intelligence in other countries. We don't know that they're using it here. Well, you know, the, and the FBI won't even return a phone call from any of the senators or Congress people trying to get the FBI to look into these centers. What do you know about it? Well, first of all, you've got to remember that in order to understand our adversaries, you've got to understand their modus operandi. Mm-hmm. And this is this is when when you hear people in the FBI say, "Well, we don't, we can't prove X and Y." Well, I always go back to the simple analogy: if I see two guys go into a bank dressed in suits, and I see two guys come out of the bank that have similar suits on but masks, carrying bags of money. Uh, and we hear alarms going off, so I have to assume the bank's being robbed. I have to see our guys holding, you know, fake. Right. We effectively. We're starting to lose you, John. Can you get to a better area? Your signal's getting bad. Oh yeah. There you How are. Is this better. Okay. So um, the the key is once you understand an organization's modus operandi, and in this case, China, we do. We have their whole uh, infrastructure. When you talk about the United Workers Front and we talk about the other key pieces of the Chinese infrastructure and who does the primary operations in the United States, this is part of their normal operations. 
And what I think is shocking to most Americans, at least people that I've talked to, both at the national security level and local leaders and local citizens, is how brazen this is. Mm -hmm. But the reason they can be brazen is because what you said at the top of this interview, Joe Biden is all in the bag for these guys, number one. And he's not doing anything. And his secretary of state, by the way, just this week said, hey, uh, defending Taiwan and an independent Taiwan is not something we support. Oh, and uh, thank so, you for bringing that up, because I yeah, want to so, play this so clip. China, I want to yeah, play this China, clip for you. you. Hang on just a second. In. Hang on just a second, John. I want to play this clip of Blinken and let you respond. Clip one. Okay. On Taiwan, I reiterated the longstanding U.S. one China policy. Uh, that policy has not changed. It's guided by the Taiwan Relations Act three joint communiques, the six assurances. We do not support Taiwan independence. We remain opposed to any unilateral changes to the status quo by either side. Respond. Well, first of all, you have a tyrannical, evil Chinese regime. And instead of doing what like a Ronald Reagan did with regards to the Soviet Union, calling it an evil empire and specifically laying out why, what they were doing that destroyed individual liberty, you have the Biden administration, Anthony Blinken, and all the minions bending over backwards not to offend these evil tyrants. And if that, if you need more evidence Mm -hmm. of how, quite frankly, evil Anthony Blinken is and Joe Biden and his vice president and his national security staff is, that's it. They're defending China. And if people are not aware of the kind of things that China does on a daily basis to crush individual liberty, to crush economic liberty, to crush freedom of speech, to crush freedom of religion, to crush all of these things. Yeah, Obama was asked about it. Obama was asked about their treatment of the Uyghurs, and he said, yeah, that's troubling, but the most important issue in the world is climate. Right, right. And so that tells you, because that's a lie, and the scientific data has demonstrated it's a lie, you know that Mr. Obama is part of this evil. He's a liar. And so is Blinken. This is an agenda to advance our adversaries. And so the question is, what are the American people going to do about that? And I go back to, you've got to deal with it first at the local level, fortify your county. And at some, there will be a reckoning. Because these people at the national level, they're committing treason and sedition, and they're violating all kinds of federal laws, but nobody is going to hold them accountable in the Department of Justice. No. And I think that that's very evident. Tell everybody how they can uh, get involved with your organization. Well, what I encourage people to do is uh, reach out uh, and... uh, uh, you can reach out to us at info at understandingthethreat.com, I-N-F-O, info at understandthreat.com. Say, hey, I, we want to bring your into action training or something. You know, We want to begin hearing about how to organize and fortify our county because what we do, we show people, here's, here's the, the communists and jihadis or collaborators and financiers in your local community, here's how to flush them out. So reach out to us, and we'll uh, we can start helping you with that process. And we're trying to do this 
as quickly as we can in as many communities as we can across the country. Well, thank you so much for being here. God bless you, man. Great, 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 great analysis tonight. Appreciate it. Thanks, Andrea. God bless you. Thank you. All right. Stay tuned. we got more Andrea K. Show coming up. Don't you go anywhere. Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Hi there. Uh, this is Monica from Oceanside calling in to say hi to Andrea Kay. I'd like to wish condolences and heartfelt sympathies to the family and friends of those lost on the Titan submersible that went on the Titanic. But I don't think that the taxpayers and the military resources should be used to recover or to have to expend anything towards recovery as this is personal and doesn't really apply to the rest of the world when it's just for fun and and everything. So thanks. Bye-bye. Interesting call. Um, I know that there's in, in play in, in some places around the world and maybe even here in the United States, they make you pay if they have to come and rescue you off a mountain because you've did some daring, um, you know, um, I think, I think it might be, the, uh, what was the movie, the, the beginning of it? I think it's got Stallone. I don't know who's in it. it might be S- Sylvester Stallone. Cliffhanger. Uh, cliffhanger. Um, the opening scene to Cliffhanger kills me. Um, but there are some places that if they have to come and risk their own life to rescue somebody and it costs a lot of money, they make you pay for it. Um, I, I, I think that there are some people today saying any comments about whether or not somebody should expend the money, government should expend the money to go and rescue somebody is cruel. Um, I think that I don't think it's I don't think it's cruel to be asking these questions. Should government ban these? What are people's thoughts on that? I put that on the socials today. People, most people are saying no government shouldn't ban it. We're, we're people. We have free will. Um, would, it, where yeah, would there's we all be? these waivers they have to sign. Andrew. Yeah. They, they know what they're walking into for the most part right well yes and no we've got more details to share with the people but when you when you're doing something it's like monica said when you're doing something for fun and you're assuming risk um and you know i i don't know that it's government's government shouldn't ban it but i don't know that government's responsible for expending taxpayer money to go and rescue you because you took extraordinary risks with your life and that may seem controversial but I kind of understand that that should be a part of the risk that you're going to take if you're willing to to take the risk to go down 13,000 feet in um, a a submersible with a company that has and and run by a man that's faced criticism uh, and 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 we'll get into that a little bit later I just think if you're going to take those risks that should be a part of it uh, you're going to sign a waiver that says you understand you could die it should also maybe include a waiver that says and I don't expect taxpayers of any government to put out millions of dollars to come and get me what do you guys think? 888-344-1170. Hey, stay tuned because we need you guys to get active at the local level. Paula Witzel from San Diego County Republican Party will be here at the top of the hour with an exciting opportunity for you guys to get involved. We can't p- expect everybody else to rescue us. we got to rescue ourselves. So we- 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.